yeah! Freak out, freak out. Yeah, I'm looking right into the video scope, uh huh? And this is Macho Man. Number one Macho Man impersonator, past, present, and future. Yeah, and I'm here to tell you that you are watching 49er Minded with Bashar. Yeah, the cream of the crow. Dig it? 49er Minded. It's, it's, not, mind. it's not just a thought process. But a way of life. 49er Minded, where we get into the minds of 49er fans. Before I bring on my awesome guests, I'm going to say what's up to some people who have been waiting patiently in the chat room. Let's do this. So who do we have here? We got uh, Forever Faithful Podcast. There he is. He's going to be on in a second. Uh, what's up? What's up, Shabs? I see you, Niners. Let's go. Izzy in the house. What up, Melissa? All the way in New Jersey. Thank you. Nighthawk, what's up, man? How you doing? Says hello, everyone. What up, Kenny? We got that number one defense, baby. Let's go. So let's bring on Brandon. We're going to bring on Good old um, John V. How you guys doing, man? Pretty good. Well, pretty good. Hey, man, you, you, you prepared. Man. You got the red hoodie on and everything. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I'm ready to go. I this this victory this this hoodie came at a cost. Remember, you guys, 2019 cardiac game versus Seattle. Greenlaw made a, a name for himself and stapled himself into this defense forever. Um, just felt like this was a good, good, good uh, hoodie to pull out, man. Um, it's fucking brick here in uh, Ohio, and I'm ready to go, guys. I I'm excited. I, I, I haven't had a victory Friday, I, I don't think ever. So this is kind of fun. Um, but this is like, this is really awesome. Like, I feel like we find ourselves um, saying, like, you know, like I found myself saying today on Mariah's show. For, every, for all of you that have, uh, you know, Mariah has the Faithfully podcast. She's good, fa uh, good friend and and family. So support her if you can. Drop by and say hello, like and subscribe. But anyway, I said, you know, every time I see Purdy, all right, being uh, Bash, every time I see Purdy, bro, I feel like I find myself saying, I haven't seen enough yet. Let's see another game, you know, and another game. But like, I think I've seen enough. Like, I, I truly believe that this kid uh, can um, can stay upright and can be competitive in the playoffs. I'm pumped. I, I really am pumped. Oh yeah, without a doubt, man. And uh, really quick, before you guys um, do anything, and you guys are watching, is wondering who these guys are. If you haven't seen him before, we got Brandon. He's he's here. He's from Forever Faithful Podcast. Um, subscribe to his YouTube channel. I have his channel linked in the description box of this video. I also have John V. 
a good friend of mine um, from the Locker Room Rant. Check out his YouTube channel. I put the, put it in the, the description box as well. We got 49ers playlists. Good friend of mine from Instagram says, another solid game. Defense is legendary. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Quan Alexander. You're no longer with the team, but, you know, that legendary quote is definitely going to stick with this Niner team, man, where what he brought to this team is definitely still within the squad, definitely within our defense. Purdy goes goes through multiple progressions, Steve-O says. Um, uh, yeah, Randy Daytona says, shout out to JV and B-Dan. Thank you, Randy. He says, Bash, hit that like. Bash that like. Bosa that like. Dre Greenlaw that like. That like. Um, you guys are not subscribed to this channel yet. Definitely do so. Hit the like, subscribe. I get some viewers that I get a lot of views, but sometimes I only get like, I'll have like 400 views out of it, but only 32 likes. So let's get those likes up, baby. Um, what else was Kenny say? Kenny says, Purdy makes very smart decisions. That's huge. Yeah, he does. I mean, uh, what up, Corey? He says, sorry, can't make it tonight. I'm free tomorrow. All right, man. Yeah, we'll have you on back. Don't, don't even trip, man. Don't even trip. We'll have you back on the show. Hung yes, fast says we're the champs. We're the NS 2022 NSC West champs winning it in Seattle on Seattle's turf on Lumen Field. Take that, Pete Carroll. Chew on all that bubble gum because you're going to be sleepless in Seattle tonight, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, dude. It. And, and, you know, if you look at the score and look at the stat line, oh, 21 to 13. Niners came out on top 21 13, but this could have been a blowout. And this should have been a blowout. And you know, I, I don't want you guys to have pity on me. I had a migraine all throughout the day. I had a migraine before the game, had a migraine after the game. I still kind of have one. It's still kind of wearing off. But, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was as feeling – I thought this game would raise my spirits. But the second half, it brought me down because I just thought we could have did so much more. But at the end of the day, we, we got the W. Um, what, up, what up, Joey Arredondo? We're always on here. He says, best in the West. That's right. Yes, sir. So, um, and uh, Randy says, I'm the kind of coach you want to chew, chew all of my bubblegum. <laughs> oh, I don't know what he means. <laughs> but let, let's look at Brock Purdy's stat line really quick. I mean, hey, under the rookie quarterback was almost undrafted, last pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, went 17 for 26, 217 yards through two touchdowns. There were times in this game where I think Pete Carroll's a great defensive coordinator. I mean, a great defensive mind, even though he's the head coach right now. He used to be our defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. And we were, I think, one number one or number two defense in the league at the time. But I, I'm, I'm, you know, they didn't make it easy for Purdy at times. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think he showed well. Huh? What do you guys think? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. For man. sure. Uh, I, I mean, dude, honestly, I just – this team is just so freaking phenomenal. I mean, I'm so proud of this team. Even with a third-string quarterback, we clinched the division. Uh, this rookie quarterback, no, no, you know, didn't know the playbook, no nothing. He had to come in right away because of Jimmy Garoppolo's injury. Uh, got it down like like he already knew what to do. I mean, Purdy's been freaking phenomenal the past three weeks now. And, you know, and it helps when you have a, a solid, awesome defense um to help you out too to stop uh the, op- the opposing team like i'm looking at this this stat right now second half points allowed the last six games you got the rams chargers cardinals saints all zero and then dolphins and buccaneers both have seven i mean you can't go wrong with this defense now here's my question for you guys you guys think this is the best defense compared to the 2019 defense you know, the 2019 the defense came out, you know, just it was the all gas, no breaks, right? With Robert Sala, we had D Ford running off the edge, helping Bosa. 
I was hoping we'd have that similar impact with Drake Jackson. Drake Jackson's looking good, but he's not bringing that same kind of pressure. But I love, you know, this. I can't just this defense always finds a way to make it happen. I mean, it's a little bit different from 2019, but this is one of those defenses that, you know, people, I think people just don't give them enough credit, man. It's, you know, especially with Dre Greenlaw out there playing like a monster, man. I, I just love it. And we, the big plays are always coming, man. Every time I sense a big play coming, either that drive or the next next series, the big plays come from the defense. And I, I love it, man. I think this defense can do a lot of damage in the playoffs. I think this team is definitely deeper, B. I think the defense is deeper than 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think we're um we're 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 in we're in position. I saw Corey make this claim that this was the best defense since the 2000 Ravens and it's it's damn near close, but that 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 you guys got to check out the stats. They they're, they're insane. They're insane. I I I think they I think they kept Bettis to like 60 yards. Now granted that was the latter part of his career, but I mean the Ravens 2000 Ravens was probably one of the was probably one of the most historical defenses to date. Until this Niners defense, because this Niners defense has done some remarkable, met some phenomenal uh, milestones. So, for that, for for that, it, that's that's a compliment, honestly. If you're if you're a uh, 49er fan and you're being compared to the 2000 Ravens, that's that's pretty dope, man. That's that's huge, actually. Uh, Hufunga, Hufunga is like this X factor on this team, guys. I mean, outside of now, now I'm saying like Green Greenlaw is probably like a bona fide X factor. But if we had to pick like, you know, someone in the secondary, we're going to say Huff, even though Huff is giving up these plays um, in about four consecutive games. Now it concerns me a little bit, right? It concerns me because I can tolerate it for the regular season, but in the playoffs, if, if, if it's like, look, you've been exposed. This is why teams are picking you apart. Back there, right. But I fear like if you're, if you're looking at uh, if you're looking at the uh, the coverage, right, and you're you got Lockett over here on the outside, and you've got Noah Fant on the inside. If I'm Huff, I'm hoping that Gino goes deep to to Lockett because I'm gonna I'm I'm going I'm going to cover Noah Fant. Noah Fant was just wide wide open, dead center of the end zone. If you're Geno Smith, you're not missing that throw. Um, there's no reason to complicate that throw. So Huff made the made made a decision, in my opinion, that was that was that was I don't know, man. What do you, I mean, yeah. what did you guys think about it? Did you see him? He also said to you saying, Oh, that's not my fault. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, it is your fault. You Yeah. He broke he busted the coverage fault. again. You, dude, this has been your fault now, yeah. and I love the kid, but I mean, we're holding everyone accountable at the same standard. So, yes, this is four consecutive games in a row that you've given up something. You've given up yards over the top. You gave up a touchdown. Now this, now this was what what game was it? He gave up a touchdown. He gave up a touchdown right off the rip versus. Uh, I don't want to say Miami because I don't know. Miami wasn't that wasn't huh? It was it was the Dolphins, Trent Sherfield. It was Sherfield. It was definitely Sherfield, but then 
But I don't know if that was on Huff, though. Yeah, it, it was kind of questionable on that one. But he, he he's had his share of little lost plays, and that's it's his Achilles heel. We all know that. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully Huff finds a way to fix that because everything else he does is phenomenal. I mean, he had one play where he just dove in and freaking off the line of scrimmage and he exploded like a Tasmanian My devil. My favorite play. I My love it when play. he does that. I was saying about Geno Smith. I, I was surprised, honestly. Um, now, one thing that really pissed me off, every time they threw um, DK Metcalf's way, it seemed like against um, Moody. Well, no, when when um, when Mooney Ward was guarding DK Metcalf, and it just seemed like DK Metcalf so many times was getting away with like holding Mooney Ward's jersey and pushing off, and it was just mm-hmm. ridiculous. And 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 I kept calling it throughout the game because I saw the pattern. It was like, wait, Geno Smith keeps doing the same damn thing. Thrust back, t- takes two steps back, and throws to the left sideline. Like, let's shadow him. Let, let's shadow whoever's guarding um the left the, the wide receiver on the left side. A few times it was DK Metcalf. Uh, Mooney Ward was there, but let, let's have somebody bracket him or something. Jump the route. Get that fucking pick six or something. And it seems like we weren't aggressive enough in that regard. Now we still win the game, which is cool. But I just thought we could have, you know, easily taken advantage of that. Cause I'm sitting on my ass at home texting my friends. Well, all this guy is doing is just throwing to the left, left, left sideline the whole time. And I was like, yep, there you go. He just did it again. I said it. He did it last play and he did it the following. Up. It was just like over and over again. It's like, how come they're not stopping this if, it, if we see it at home? You know, it was kind of frustrating yeah. to see that. It's concerning. It is. Uh, 49ers yeah. playlist brings up a good point down there. Says, uh, which one? Uh, his is zone coverage. Um, yeah, what if 49ers playlist? I'm starting to I'm starting to see that in a sense, but I don't. But I don't know that he. I, I don't know that I agree entirely. I see it. I definitely see it. It, it raises concern, but it's more of him digressing the, the play, like his read. Like it's almost like he's confused where he should be. Leave Lockett the hell over there. Leave Lockett over there, bro. Get to the center of the field. Now, now Fred Warner made a blitz. All right, he chose he blitzed on that play, right? And I don't know if that was by design because now you left the flat wide open, right? You left that entire middle third of the field wide open. Okay. So if you know if you're playing a competent quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, um, Jalen Hurts, um, even what's his face in Washington, they're gonna hit their they're gonna make those throws in the flat, they're gonna break, they're gonna uh beat the brakes off you right away. So that that concerns me, right? I don't know if Fred should not have blitzed. I don't know if Fred should have dropped back into coverage and covered that 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 portion of the field, uh, but but it does concern me a little bit that uh, that Huff is giving up these these chunk plays. Oh yeah, um, let me see what's up to Forty Nine Tone, good friend of mine from the Candlestick Days. He has a great YouTube channel. Check him out. It says NFC West champs won in on Seattle's field. So sweet. The Forty Nine sent me my playoff ticket invoice and just purchased two more seats. Me, wifey, and pops are in the building. Wild card round. Let's go. And and to for those of you guys that ever saw that video where um, it was a bunch of dudes standing around the TV, and they actually showed this video right before the Minnesota Vikings playoff game in 2019. A bunch of dudes um, standing around the TV yelling, 
He's short. He's short. He's short because Dre Greenlaw made the tackle on the Seattle Seahawks on one yard line in that one game. It was a viral video that went wild. 49er Tone is in that video with his dad and his friends celebrating. So That's shout awesome. out to him. Uh, Kenny says the bully squad 49er defense. 49er Tone says best 49ers defense is 1994. It's hard to argue against that. We're not going to start saying that out loud. We just finish it. But what what all all-time great defense we have. Um, Shab says not perfect, but we looking good. What up, Becky? How you doing? Becky says that pick should have never been overturned. Either. Oh, yeah, that pick six that they overturned pissed me off the whole second half. I thought that was definitely a touchdown for us. That was, was, a Dre was it Drake Greenlaw that had it? No, it was Nick Bosa. Oh, Nick. No, no, no. The pick six that they that they overturned. Oh, uh, no, it was, wasn't it Lenore? Lenore, Lenore, my bad, Lenore. Yeah, and Nick Bosa hit the quarterback. I like, tried to make it sound like it, it was rough in the past. It was clean. It was the clean, clean hit. I don't know what they were smoking when that happened. John, you're on mute. No, John, you're on they mute, were, bro. They were trying to keep them in it, man. I, I like How, yeah. it, it, it. It burned my ass. I saw that, man, and I'm like, what is he supposed to do? What do you want him to do? What should he do? Should he spin around like a ballerina and and and, and all hands off? I don't understand. Like, what did you expect him to do? His job is to to run through the man in front of him and 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 sack the quarterback. It was clean, man, and and they they that was garbage. That, that was, was that that play pissed me off the whole second half. I, I wanted us to get another touchdown because of that. And then when we got down to the very very end and we started kneeling on it, I was like, no, fuck that. You don't kneel on that shit. We're in Seattle. We're making a statement. We're fucking punching this into the end zone. It was after that big Jordan Mason run that that should have been a, it was close to a touchdown. Yeah, bro, he earned it. Yeah, he earned it. Now you want to play safe now? You ran McCaffrey like like a dog, like a sled dog, bro. Are you kidding me? You don't you don't want to let Mason punch in a touchdown? Or what, what are we what are we talking about here? I, like I, I was so that pissed me off. Yeah, pissed uh, pissed off. Let me say what's up to a guy. A long time no see, David Yang. I used to call him David Yang Yang Twins. We call him on Hot Caters TV show all the time. What up, bro? Nice to see you. Says we own the West. Let's go. What up to my boy Channel 49 from Instagram? Says 49ers deal defense is always bend, but don't break. Zone always gives up some chunks. Remember, Huff broke up a TD pass at the end zone also tonight, too. That's true. That's true. And um, we de- we definitely make up for a lot of the bad things we do on defense. And this this is like the ultimate bend, but don't break defense. Now, in comparison to those great defenses we mentioned, like the Ravens. I mean, the differences though, those defense racked up way more sacks. I and mean, those were like 60 sacks sack teams you know i still think we're in the high 30s maybe i don't think we cracked 40 yet but we're getting there what up 49 media i see you bro see you see Let, let's talk about the so first half really quick some of the recover see some of the fam. big plays mm-hmm. so in the first in the first quarter um we had the ball the 20 yard line you know brock purdy gives the ball off to mccaffrey mccaffrey goes up the gut and he gets tackled at the 45 yard line great huge run mccaffrey was balling now, a lot of us didn't want him to get the ball that much, though. It looked like we were kind of worried about later in the game, right after that, um, you know, we threw the Jennings and we got down to, like, the 40-yard line. And then here's a play, you know, right after that, we swung it out to McCaffrey. I'm watching the highlights right now, so I'm kind of giving you a play-by-play. And yeah, then yeah. This, it's that awesome play where, where Pretty backs up. We get the ball to the 30-yard line. Pretty fakes it to the left, fakes it to the right. Amazing pump fakes. The defense is startled. Kittle up the middle for a touchdown. Let's go, baby. That, that That's what set the night off, and that's when I had – Obviously, the first touchdown of the game, but I had a really good feeling after seeing that play. What did you guys think when you saw that play? Dude, it was amazing. Like, I I mean, 
even that just that first touchdown, like I was hyped. I was on the show with uh uh Rich Kelts on Kelts Chronicles doing the play by play tonight and we we're we we're hyped up, man. Like oh it was so exciting. Like wow. What a David McNew. Let me say what's up to some other people here. We got Niner Sickness. What up, Beto from Niner Sickness Podcast? Check his channel out. He says, but if Jordan gets up, a chance to punch it in and gets hurt, then the 49 fans will be crying. Kyle should have kneeled down. Yeah, there's always a big Kyle Shanahan complaint when these games are going on. Uh, what up, Corey's saying, you guys up for doing another chat tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. He's talking to somebody else, I guess. But um, David New says, red and gold until I'm dead and cold. A temp- any temporary fan of this team uh, and a temporary fan of any team playing the Vikings. I'm not sure what he's talking about. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. To beat to be Minnesota, totally got you. <laughs> Anything you want to add about the, that that big first touchdown that we had with Purdy? You've been doing all those crazy fakes. No, it just it just speaks to it speaks to like the volumes of like how like how ridiculous I sound every time the kid succeeds, and I'm like, you know what? I just gotta see another sample. Like I need to see another game. Like the kid just did it, bro. Three weeks in a row, three games in a row, right? To add to what now it's a seven game win streak, right? Yep. Yeah. So, so seven like, game win streak. I've seen enough of Purdy to know that right now I'm confident to say that I think that this kid could be very creative. I trust him in the playoffs. I, 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 I don't have a choice. You know, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Tell the wheels fall off want. at this point, this point in the season. Yeah. You know, but I do, man. When I see Trey Lance on the sideline, folks, I, my soul, like, I feel like my heart breaks for that kid. I just, I don't see Trey smiling in it. And I know it's just, it's, it's tearing him up. So, uh, but, but this is the way, this is how it goes, bro. I mean, this is it. Unfortunately, oh yeah. this is how it goes. My man. That's you just know? a rough and tough NFL, you know. Can, can I, I'm going to show you guys this real quick. Um, Go right ahead. Speaking of Trey Lance, look at this. Watch, hold on. <laughs> the play-by-play in the celebration of the locker room. Trey's happy for him, man. Uh, oh, that was Trey hugging him. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, he looked happy. He got yeah. a big smile on his face. Why wouldn't he be happy? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, oh, why I mean, I mean, that's. I mean, this uh, the, theoretically, this is your team. That that is your backup quarterback. That is your backup backup. You know, let me let me just run down a little bit of the highlights really quick. Where there's some more stuff that we didn't cover. This happened. This happened later on in the first half um, when the Seahawks had the ball at the 35 yard line. You know, Smith backed up the pass, threw it to Travis Homer. You know, first Jimmy Ward um, tackles the guy, but here comes Green Dre Greenlaw, relentless, just hammers so, yeah. hammers Travis Homer in the side of where the right where the ball is. Mooney Ward picks it up. Tarverius Ward and runs it, runs it down all the way out to the 10-yard line. And, and great, great play by that defense. Pretty soon we punched it in with, with McCaffrey, CMC, another touchdown for him. The guys have just been a phenomenal pickup for us. Anybody who's complaining that we gave up all these picks to get Christian McCaffrey, we're on a damn seven-game win streak. From him playing his first full game onwards, uh, you can't say enough about the guy. Yeah. What up, Dion from Niner Gang Podcast? I see you, bro. How you doing? Um, what's good? What's good? We got Sentinel. Said the kid has it. Says woohoo, woo. 
Like Rift Flare, huh? <laughs> hey, so there was this one play that pretty threw to Kittle. He was wide open. And I think it was when Pretty was on the run to the left side. And uh he passed it to Kittle and got a first down and a little bit more. And me and Rich were talking and we're like, Yeah, I don't think Jimmy would never. He would have overthrown Kittle right there. To be honest, <laughs> I don't even want to bring out Jimmy's name because I think we just go down the line of all kinds of would be hospital balls that would have been thrown or things that he would have seen. And I'm, I'm not here to even mention him right throws. now. I, I don't there's think throws. he's going to be with the team next year. So there's throw. I, I think he could. I think he would have made that throw. I just don't think he would have done the fakes. Yeah, I think he would have made that throw. That's that's his sweet spot. That's 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 where that's the sweet spot. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, man. I think it's I think it's important that we see uh, a very different Kyle Shanahan with this kid. Okay, we see a very very trusting Kyle Shanahan. He trusts he trusts this kid. He trusts this kid so much that he he has it's his decision, right? Uh, he said it in the post game interview uh, with with the with the uh, with the uh, with the crew on prime. He said, you know, uh, Kyle, Kyle tells me to go here. We go there. Or if I want to make it happen with my, if I want to make it happen, I have that, I have that opportunity to make it happen on my own. That's, that's insane. That's insane. You're the third string quarterback preparing mm -hmm. like the starter. We're the ultimate next man up team right now at this point in time in the season. Oh my God. You're the ultimate next man up team. Bro, without a doubt, I, I I said this on my show, and I and I thoroughly believe this. We have we have fully embraced. If there's an identity for the San Francisco 49ers, Chad, listen to me when I say this to you. If there is an identity, if you're ever curious of what is our identity, whether it's next season or last season, we are we have embraced the next man up. We have fully embraced it. We have been battle tested deep into our depth of the, of the roster we have a phenomenal uh, uh a phenomenal defensive lineman coach in uh chris kasarek chris kasarek is he's a here, monster who is here to maximize your potential and make you better than you were prior to arriving here or if you're a rookie your growth here you're sure to be a star you're going to you're going to be we're going to develop you under chris kasarek and if we can't keep you, you will get the bag elsewhere, just like uh, we did with with uh, uh, what's his face, um, DJ Jones and uh, Tomlinson, right? It is what it is. Um, but but at the end of the day, the 49ers, our the, our identity is that we are the we are the next man up. We can be the next man up. We can do it at any position. We could do it at any position right now. It, it, it doesn't even before it was just the defensive line. Now we have now we're on our third string quarterback. Like folks, we are we are the definition of a next man up mentality. That mentality is literally defining this team. All right. We got Rooster Man in the chat. Welcome to the channel. Never seen you before unless you change your name. So that pass to Kittle would have been made would have been made without the pump fakes. These fakes um, pulled defenders to the edges because they assumed the pass. So that was a great play. And just to recap part of the other parts of the big plays of the game, uh, where the, the third quarter had started and it was 14 minutes left. We had the ball 
at the um, 45 yard line, right, right, right before the um, 50 yard line, basically. And Purdy drops back, has excellent protection from the O line. There were points in times where some of the best pass blocking from the O line I've seen all year was displayed in this game. And Purdy just drops back. He, he has CMC open on the left sidelines. So he's like, nah, I see Kittle wide open on the sideline at the left at the other 40 yard line. I throw it to him. Kittle catches it. Boom. Outruns everybody. You know, Quandary Diggs misses the tackle. Some linebacker, number 57, tries to tackle him. He's off to the races. Touchdown, 49ers. At this point in time, we're up 21 to 3. And let's go, man. And that's when we all smelled NFC West in our in our grabs. And it was awesome, man. And all right, uh, what he says, uh, what we got Niner Gang podcast. He might be joining us later. He's here. And I appreciate all you guys up in here in the chats. You guys are not yes, subscribed sir. to the channel. Definitely um, check out 49er Minded. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Um, and check out these guys. They're in the description box. we got John V from the Locker Room Rant. Uh, his, his YouTube channel is on there. we got Brandon from Forever Faithful Podcast. He's in here. Check out his channel. And Brandon, anything you want to share um, that you want to speak upon that we haven't brought up yet? Or if you have any um, videos or celebration videos in the locker room, I know you've been looking at yeah, yeah, yeah. keeping up with social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just real quick, Dion, I sent you the link in the group chat. Um, but I mean, let me ask you guys this. We use CMC a lot today, tonight, right? I was hoping we were going to see like a, more from Jordan Mason, but I totally understand it. But what were your guys' thoughts when once Mason was in the game? Like, you think like Kyle should just used him a lot more throughout the game or? Is he just more of a like, okay, well, we got the game in the bag. He's just going to be, uh, let's bring him out there and save CMC type thing. Uh, I mean, I think CMC had, at one point, he had 22 carries for 95 yards. He finished the game with 26 for 108 yards. He was averaging 4.2 yards a carry, right? We were still averaging six yards a carry with Elijah Mitchell, six point, I don't even know, 6.4, whatever. Jordan Mason can easily average six yards a carry. I I believe he can. We're just not seeing enough of it. And I I don't know why, like today I felt like we did. Look, I'm all for, using our players the way you want to use your players. But sometimes you got to question it. Like, why are you, why are you doing, why are you running like a a power with McCaffrey? I don't understand that. You know, the problem with, with, with McCaffrey is that he's so fast. No, no, we're not talking to you, Siri. Um, The problem is, the problem is McCaffrey runs up the gut between the tackles and he gets like gets clipped right somebody just bumps him like they 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 hit him throws that dude completely off course you know what i mean he can't finish that run you know what i mean whereas like elijah mitchell will run right through that like clip me i don't i'm running you over like mccaffrey's not going to run you over he might face he might he might he might he might smack you in the face throw you down but He's not going to run you over. And, and it, 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 it makes me nervous. Cause like I sit there and I cringe, I'm a nervous wreck. It's like, sometimes I'm like, ah, Kyle, Kyle, that's enough. That's enough. You know, you do have Tevin Coleman, you know, get Tevin Coleman. 
and start running them up the gut. This is a booty crack team. We should be able to like Brandon should be able to run up the gut. You know what I'm saying? And for for we the record, able- CMC did have himself a game. I mean, he, he carried the ball 26 times for 4.2 carry 108, 108 yards gain, and um. Receiving wise, some six catches for thirty yards. So it was nice to see him do well, but we just don't want to see him get hit up the middle. And when, and when Mason finally did win, go in there, he almost had himself a, a huge gigantic touchdown. What, what up, Dion? How you doing, man? Dion from Niner Gang, Niner Gang Podcast is here, driving home. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm just just got off of work, man. I'm uh in the food business, like my brother John V, man. My sister oh, has yeah. a vegan restaurant, so basically uh, I help her out whenever she does her pop-ups and stuff like that, man. We had a good night, too. Sold a bunch of shit, man. Wait, so were you able what to watch the game at all, or what? I couldn't, man. And you know, the crazy thing, there was like several Seattle fans here at the little spot where we doing the pop-up. So I was checking the score and giving them hell while I was doing it, too. <laughs> One of them oh, came man. up and ordered some shit. He was like, he was like, yeah, man, because so it's, it's called Naughty Vegan. So all the names are, are play on words. So we have this one that's called like the basic bitch. There's another one called the Jezebel. So it's all the play on words. Long story short, I looked at the, the score, man, and this other dude was selling stuff. And I was like, damn, I'd hate to be you. And he turned around and he literally just yelled, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked, he was like, you got to be a Niner fan. I was like, die hard all day, every day. But um, I saw the some of the highlights, man. Purdy did it again. He did it again, man. And I love every second of it, bro. That's how you're supposed to do it. Like, the kid yeah. is doing exactly what Jimmy has been doing since he's been here. So, I, and, and, and I just heard you guys say that Kyle basically tells him, like, hey, do what you need to do to win the fucking game. Yeah, it's not. That's nuts. what it sounded like to me. He, trusts, so like, he, fully, like he fully trusts this kid, dude. And he, he trusts this kid because Kyle must obviously see that this kid is running my offense the exact way that I had wanted it to be run. He is essentially running Kyle's offense the way that it was intended to be run. With with the yeah. few wrinkles and mistakes in the middle, but nothing that you can't – nothing that, like, we should be, like uh, – Nothing that we can hold against this kid because he's still wowing us. Even through his mistakes, he's still wowing us, right? Um, he had some he had some bumps in the second in the second half. But I mean, listen, man, this is what I was saying earlier, D. Every time I talk about Brock Purdy, I'm like, you know what? I just need to see like that was just one more game. I just need to see another game. And, like, I got to shut myself up and smack myself in the mouth and be like, dude, the kid is showing out game after game after game. He has literally earned this fan base's trust because he earned Kyle's trust a long time ago. Because from what they're saying, from what from what the uh, Prime people were saying on, on, on Amazon, they were like, Fred Warner sitting here talking about, he, they saw this, the defense, the defense saw this in camp. Like they're not surprised that Purdy's balling out. Purdy got their got their attention in camp, and um, I just don't think that any of us were paying attention to it because we were so enamored by Trey Lance. We were so adamant to get Trey Lance out there and 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 rally behind the kid as we should have that we didn't give a damn what anybody was saying about Brock Purdy. 
I heard things about Brock Purdy. Like I heard that he was doing well with Nate Sudfeld. And I saw that one, I saw that one preseason game where Trey threw a touchdown, Sudfeld threw a touchdown and Brock, I think, I think Brock Purdy also threw a touchdown pass, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least drove down the field for a touchdown one way or another. I think all three quarterbacks scored in that preseason game. Nonetheless, we just weren't paying attention to it. The writing was on the wall that Purdy had talent. We just didn't see it. We weren't looking for it. You know, um, who the hell is looking for it? Yeah. Hey, Purdy, he, he balled. Purdy had his struggles in camp too, though. The, there were tons of beat writers that weren't impressed by him. So he he's made some steps to improve. Yeah, the, the crazy thing about it is the number one thing in, in camp for him was his arm strength. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of beat writers were saying exactly what you alluded to, Bashar, is the fact that his arm strength wasn't the, the greatest. But I'm sorry, man. Since he started shining, people have been doing more and more digging and more and more research. But this kid should have never been in the seventh fucking round. He shouldn't no, have been there. probably not. We got a skill with everything. I'm in Arizona. This kid was the, the Eobert. He was uh, pretty much the top fucking quarterback, three star recruit from uh, from his high school. Like it's not a game, and I, I love every second of it, man. And we have the division, everybody. We have the division. So you know what that tells me, Debo. I love you, but sit your ass down. Chill out. You're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he. I, I want to throw this in here really quick. I, I'm I'm on Twitter looking things up. I'm trying to find an injury report for this game, and I, it looked like some guys got banged up, but I don't see any reports of anybody any serious injuries either. If anybody wants to correct me on that, go right ahead. Um, oh, just real quick. Yeah, just real quick too. Devo tweeted out too, letting uh letting the fam know to bring him back a hat. <laughs> let, let, let me drop some. We got some people that just got here late. Got to say what's up to some friends here. What up, Charlie? Tune a long time no see. He says it's too early to talk about a quarterback controversy. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll just take this win for what it is. I don't want to get into that yeah, right now. We're not. He said he's gonna be here for Wild Card Weekend. Okay, if you are, that's cool, man. Good to see you on here. Andy Land says hot take. Pretty is QB one. Well, right now he is. Uh, Channel forty nine. Pretty QB. Pretty turned down Alabama. Okay, so um. Yeah, man. Hey, it's it's awesome. I love it. We won the division. I'm just crossing my fingers that nobody else got hurt. That's why I was cautious. I was looking this up. And Brandon, if you have any more celebration videos for um, what happened today, um, feel free to share them. I know there's tons of stuff on social media that's out there. Any, anything interesting or anything else you guys want to add in general? Here's one from uh, Nico Suave. <laughs> Jimmy Ward, for those who don't know. Squad? All right, there you go. There you go. That's from Jimmy Ward celebrating the locker room. Elias Lopez says, What's up, Bash? NFC West champs. Let's go, Niners. If you have anything else, feel free to share it, man. Yeah. Hey, man, they said the last time we won our division, where did we go? To the Super Bowl. That's true. That's true. Like I can, I can tell you right now, man. To be honest with you, the only thing I'll say is, depending on the opponent that we have to face, and it's most likely going to be either the Bills or probably even the fucking Chiefs or the Bengals, we are not going to be able to 
like Purdy gonna have to he gonna have to show up a little bit more. Like he gonna have to give a little bit more because a lot more. Yeah, a th- lot those more. teams are those teams can score and they can score in bunches. And we can't allow um those guys to get up on us, man. Like we we don't we don't want them to have that leeway or that slack to be able to try to take us out. So I say if we have to face one of those teams, he's going to have to give us every everything he's got. And th- this is honestly why I said, if you're going to bring back a backup, bring back Trey Lance. If you're hey, going to take the guy off, yeah, yeah, I mean he he's I'm pretty sure by the Super Bowl he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be cleared at least to be an emergency guy. Because yeah. I don't, it doesn't make sense for Jimmy. Honestly, if I'm Jimmy, I ain't going. I ain't going nowhere near that damn field. Uh, uh-uh. I'm about to go get paid, baby. I'm about to get broke off and fuck as many porn stars as I can. I ain't got time to be hanging <laughs> oh my out gosh. on your field. They gonna come in. They gonna come in. Hey man, can you can hey can you come back and uh, be the backup? Nah, man, I'm too busy, man. You know, uh, Ava Adams. Yeah, I'm up in that right now. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Either. I just made up a name, man. Fuck it. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, you made up a name. She exists. It feels very <laughs> busy. Listen. Oh shit! Everybody, name up. Oh, what wait a, a platform two four six and see, bro. Not a gang of You know bang. what? Yes, she does. I just thought about that. I I I wondered where that name came into my head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. You, yeah. Dion, don't be playing us. <laughs> Listen, Brock Purdy throws with touch. A lot of touch. Nice touch. touch. But you know what, dude? We're gonna get. Right, we're just talking about four stars, and you're talking about Jordan. Ted. <laughs> Listen, yeah. <laughs> Listen, um, uh, it's rated PG, guys. We gotta get. We gotta get Purdy to start throwing some darts. He's gonna need to put the ball in some tight ass places. Pause. Um, because I'm telling you right now, bro. I'm telling you right now. Fucking JV, those, man. Those touch, those touch passes, bro. <laughs> Although they're nice because they're in, they're in, they're in open space. Like playoff teams aren't going to give up that much, that much open space. So Brock's got to start winging it. And you know what? I maybe the kid's just taking advantage of what you're giving him. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's thrown some darts Ultimately, in other games, though. He's thrown some darts. I have in other seen, games. I've seen some good throws. I really have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the playoffs, dude, like we all know that they turn it up level 10, bro. Everything you got, like I'm on like level seven in the regular season because I'm not, I'm trying to make the postseason healthy. Once you, once you're in the postseason, it's level 10 turned all the way up, giving it everything you got, even if it's your last down. So Brock's got to, got to start, you know. He's got to give it more. And I know that sounds selfish from us, right? That, that sounds selfish from us. Because the kid's given a ton, you know? But we just want to see you in – I want to see who Brock Purdy is now. You've proved to me that you can win football games. But I'm curious to see who you are when you have to turn it up. Um, shout out to Eric you know, Crocker. I watched a little bit of his show today in the morning. Um, he said this, and I think this is pretty – you know, black and white, and we all pretty much agree with this. I, if you guys don't agree with it, go ahead and tell me I'm wrong. But he was saying that what Brock Purdy is giving us is Jimmy G plus a little more, and and I see that, and I and I honestly don't 
the the thing about Brock Purdy that I love the best is I don't see that shaky, scary, I'm gonna mess up this play. I don't know what to do um attitude about him or presence about him. He, there's a bit more of a calming effect to him. And I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. I yeah. definitely agree with that, man. He's he the, the cool thing about it is, you know, we know we we know what Jimmy's two tells were when he was definitely about to screw something up. And what was it? He get the tap dancing in the pocket, or he get to patting the ball like he burping the baby. That's yeah. basically <laughs> those were his two tells when you knew something bad was possibly going to happen. Like when Jimmy has too much time in the pocket, we all know it's unfortunate. He doesn't make good decisions because he's like, nah, I, I, it's too much time. I, the ball's got to go. You know. Um, oh, did you guys catch uh, Tom on the sidelines? Oh my God, bro, he was. Tearing the Bucks a brand new one. I, oh, you mean was he mic'd up or something or what? Bro, I think somebody just caught him on the sideline, man. I forget where I saw it. It was, I think it was on YouTube, man. Mm. It was insane. He was ripping them to shreds when we were it. kicking when we were kicking their butts. Oh, he was all over it. Yeah, he's he's like, you guys want to give up? Long. He was like, you guys want to give up? We can just give up. We can all just go home. I'm like, damn. Hey, bro. but like, I do respect the guy a bit more, Bill, because guys like Dre Greenlaw and a few other guys, Darren Banks, and they were all giddy walking up to Tom Brady after the game, and he was really cool about signing autographs and taking pictures or whatever. So even though he was pissy and mad in the game, the game he, he, he was he seemed pretty damn cool after the game with the Niner players. That's because he signed it. He was like, oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm yeah. going to stir up. You, you like co- quarterback controversy right now, Dre? I'm going to uh, sign this. What up, Becky says, YouTube, please don't cancel 49er minded based off this episode. LLO, be kind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about me getting canceled. If I do get canceled, at least people will know who I am. I mean, you know, hey, good. Bad bad press is good press, right? Yeah. Let's let's talk about that Chavarius Ward and uh, DK Metcalf matchup tonight. Oh, that was nice, man. Well, I mentioned earlier how DK kept fucking pushing off and holding um, Mooney Ward's jersey and getting away with it, you know? And Mm -hmm. this guy's built like fucking Shaquille O'Neal out there. Yeah, bro. Right, you you're too big to be we pushing off and holding on somebody. I'm sorry, you way too big. For yeah, that you shit. can't even get away with it, bro. Like it's not even like you're not even getting away with it, bro. You're a massive human being with with the entire jersey in the palm of your hand, and you're yanking on it, bro. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it. It's to me, it seems like. You know, you're going to try to take any advantage that you can when you're playing football. Obviously, anybody would. But with that size, you don't need to. Like, if you do that, that just tells me that this person is giving you fits. Like, you you, you are really concerned with how they're playing you because they're kicking your butt, you know, and and, and they got you locked up. Beto, I said this. I said, I said this. I said this. I would have never have done it. What my I think are you making that up, Beto? I think you are, man. He's trying to be funny here. I, I'd be surprised if he really said that, though. That's crazy for him to say that on a podcast. Is, are you playing with oh, us? That's not real. Yeah, I don't know. He Beto likes to joke around. I, I know the guy way, way too well. Charlie Tuna, what's up, bro? He said, "Um, did y'all see where Metcalf shoulder checked Dre?" I kind of remember that vaguely. Um, I don't know if you guys remember it. Yeah, we lost Dion. Um, I got oh, another. Okay, oh, there he is. I got another video to show too. Go right ahead. Where's Dion in a submarine? Dion, I don't know. He's <laughs> he's driving. Although no, I man, I'm mute. trying to find. I'm trying to oh. find parking, bro. I just got. Oh, to my we're we're going to share another video in the meantime. Yeah. Go ahead. 
All right, here we go. I can't tell who that is. It's Trent Williams. Right. Trent Williams holding the camera? Yeah. That's Trent. That's Trent Williams getting turned. Yeah, man. Hey, it, it feels great. Um, even though I was pissed off in the second half, and I feel a lot better just um, in, in knowing that we we're the NFC championships, NFC West champions, and you it's know that, so that, that them taking away that that Diamador Lenore touchdown just just did not feel good at all. Hopefully, that doesn't happen to us in the playoffs or anything like that. I hate to see that. Oh, oh D- Demo got a he got a it's TD throw from him. Yeah, a pick six. Both yep. sacked the, the fuck out six. of out of Geno Smith, and they said it was rough in the passer, which it wasn't. But oh both said the presser said that that was the right call. I can't believe that. I can't believe he said that in the presser. That no, oh, because that was he it. doesn't want to get fined. Yeah, he said yeah. he agrees with the ref and the passer penalty. That's what he, I don't know. Said it was a good. He just probably said, I hurt my t- he said I hurt my team. He said it was the right call. I hurt my team. You know, he said it's going to take me a minute. He's going to get past it. He's okay, so Kenny right. says offensive game. Oh, sorry, sorry. Kenny says offensive game ball to Brock from Brock Purdy. Seattle crowd is rough. Defensive game ball, Charvarius Ward. Um, I'll give it to Greenlaw. I love what I saw from Drake Greenlaw. It's hard to argue against Brock Purdy or CMC. Both of them were badass. Yeah. Um, for, for me, my offensive game ball, it's going to be George Kittle. And I actually said this um, on our show yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday, Dion? I don't even remember. You were even uh, on it. Never mind. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's been> <laughs> but uh yeah, so George Kittle on offense, defense. I'm gonna go Dre Greenlaw. He played his ass off tonight for sure. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so it doesn't look like we have any injuries. I've been looking it up. I've been, you know, I'm always worried about injuries with this team. You know, that's just how this team is. Uh we, we do play the commanders next, um, in at Levi's, which is mm. great. It's a um, Eve. Hmm. Yeah, you have Christmas Eve, and um, I don't know. I don't they know. I kept thinking that might be a trap game, but it is at Levi's, and I don't know, man. We'll see. This team is looking pretty damn good for me to, to be to root against them, or not root, not root against them, but just to think that they're going to lose a game. The Commanders like have a really good defense. Commanders do have a great D-line, though. You're right. They got those big yeah. dudes up front. Yeah. Yeah, Chase Young is healthy and active, so, I mean, that's probably the only real presentation but uh, other than that, to be honest with you, I ain't worried about the NFC, man. I'm not. I'm really not worried about the NFC. I think the only team that bothers me a little bit is the Eagles. But I'm not worried about the Cowgirls. You know, I'm not worried about anybody else. We can beat all these teams. And we've been beating them with our third-string quarterback. Like, that's the crazy yeah. shit. You know? So we got everything that we need. We just got to keep pushing and keep feeding CMC. You know, how, did uh, did Mason get any any touches tonight? Only at the, the very end of the fourth quarter, then he broke a gigantic run that was almost a touchdown, and then we just sat out and kneeled at like the freaking five. Yeah, we kneeled it on the on like the three. The three oh hell yeah. no! Nah. See, I, I like wouldn't have done that. In. I was like, Score. nope. I would nope. I would have let Mason get his damn TD. Well, wait till you watch it back. You're good. Wait till you watch it back. 
Uh, we we ran CMC like a sled dog, bro. Like a sled dog. We ran him. We ran him hard, bro. And then you're gonna go ahead and let. And then so Mason got stuffed. Oh, is this it? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get a copyright. Just click it. Go. All right, Dion. This is for you, buddy. I mean, he, this is the one time I can I can agree with the Marshawn comparison. It. People were saying that, but very close to Marshawn. Exactly. He almost scored, bro. He almost was almost there. He was almost there. If I could if he would have dove, dove forward, he would have got it. Maybe yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna say. We're gonna wrap oh. up pretty soon. Sick. This lesson, there's a few things you want to say before we go. Go ahead, man. Um, I'm not gonna. Rush you guys off or anything, but it's cool, man. Good to have you, Beto. What's up, man? How you feeling? Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to confirm about Brady. You check out his his, his uh, podcast that he has. He was talking mad shit about those signing those balls that he would only did it because the cameras were on him, and otherwise he wouldn't have done it. He was talking a lot of shit, um, and he was talking kind of crap about uh, Greenlaw. So you guys got to check it out. Just type it up, you'll see it. But uh, yeah, and I know I I know I like to play around, but that's uh, I I saw that on his. Uh, You're always playing jokes on me, but but tell well, us, man, tell us what are you thinking about the game, man? Um, oh, what's man, going I'm through still, your head? I'm, I'm still stoked, man. I'm fired up, and is he? I mean, I would have wanted Jordan to uh, punch it in at the end. Um, I just didn't want him to get hurt, but I I felt that man, that he, I think they're misusing him, by the way. But what I thought about the game was uh, a team that is on a quest. Uh, they're on a quest. They're playing. They're hitting on all cylinders, and this quarterback, nothing phases him. He don't. He don't get phased. He plays on the road under that hostile environment, and plays the way he did. Did you see that double pump before that throw in the middle to to George Kittle for the touchdown? Yeah. Where he, yeah. man, bro, that. And then did you see that one where it was four and seven, and he got the the defense to go offsides? That that's a vet quarterback move. They went to punting it anyway. They didn't go for him four and two, but. That's a vet from a quarterback. This kid is poised. This kid, I'm not talking about no controversy with Trey Lance. I don't want to hear that at all. That's for the offseason. That's enough uh, uh, for the offseason. Right now, we're riding with Brock. Brock is playing, and I'm confident with this defense, this run game. Um, and uh, we got to utilize Jordan more, though, and take some of that uh, miles off of CMC. But uh, I loved it. There's nothing to say about that. We went into Seattle, like 2019, beat their ass. And now we're heading uh, with the opportunity to uh, get our sixth Lombardi trophy. And I am more confident in going to the Super Bowl with Brock with this small sample size than I have ever been with Jimmy. Same. That's good. Yeah, it's a small Beto, sample I size, saw, but a lot of us are pretty confident. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw Dan Orlovsky today uh, breaking down some Purdy film. Me too. And he was talking about how, like, he slowed it down. And it shows – uh, Purdy uh, moving the guys around, moving them in motion, keeping them on, keeping them. Um, uh, Brandon, what the hell was he keeping them from? Uh, basically, um, he was keeping them um, from from getting a penalty. Right? He was like, yeah, his yeah, hand yeah. motions before the snap. He was just like, yeah. When George Kittle was like, when he told George yeah. Kittle to scoot up on the, to the line and everything, complete control, man, complete. Complete control. He has he has control that comes with a seven to ten year veteran. Yes, it's sir. Mm -hmm. yes, it's sir. super impressive. So and then he also did you guys hear said, him? Did, did you guys hear that he clowned Kittle on, on national TV? 
Did yeah, you know? did not hear that. When he, when he goes, man, he likes to clown around. He just won't shut up. Hey, that's real like, quick. What? <laughs> that's good, it was all right. fun. But that, that's not a rookie doing that to a vet, a tight end, especially from the school they played in, Iowa and Iowa State. Uh, that just shows that uh, the character that he feels comfortable in that team and the team has rallied around him and supporting him and they believe in him. Yeah. Hey, just real quick, what me and John were talking about right now, I actually found the video real quick of what uh, we were talking about. Go ahead. I like that background, John. Thanks, fam. All right situations really well and then handles the line of scrimmage so situation and Kyle Shanahan loves to take advantage of kind of situational tendencies and or expectations babyface you just talked about third down this is third and five from the other game now pay attention to this George Kittle is going to be lined up in the backfield that's their tight end so Brock Purdy's got to understand like okay tight end in the backfield what's the formation how does that affect our protection calls well if the tight end is in the backfield where is the tailback then up top Christian McCaffrey why are they doing that right they're flipping those guys Essentially, to get a matchup, there's a linebacker for the Tampa Bay defense matched up on them. Now, again, back to those situations of it being third and five. So often in these moments, defenses are like, okay, third and five, young quarterback, they're just going to try to get the ball out of his hands and maybe get a short completion. So off the ball, they're going to show what we call double slants indoor lion to the defense, okay? I love that from Kyle Shanahan, kind of presenting it, understanding that defensive backer, that linebacker's peeking in as Brock Purdy's peeking that way. But Kyle Shanahan loves to throw change-ups. Instead of that lion concept, he's going to go sluggo and whip route. The defender breaks on the ball, third and five, touchdown. Great job by Brock Purdy handling all that stuff. But this is my favorite play of the game. Handling the line of scrimmage and or the situation of the moment. Everybody this is it right here. Let me pay attention to this George Kittle and McLeod. One and two here, okay? As they get to the line of scrimmage, look at as Kittle starting to like communicate like, yeah. hey, who's on the ball, who's off the ball, right? This is great. Look at Kittle, like right now he's on the ball. And he's like, oh, man, I got I got to get off the ball as he's starting to talk to that official, right? Now, this is the reality. That's an illegal formation by these two guys. Neither of those guys is on the ball right now. Okay. So this right now for the offense is an illegal formation. We often say this with quarterbacks, right? Like give the play a chance. Look at Kittle's like, hey, man, I'm the guy that's off the ball. Now McLeod is going to be the guy that starts going in motion, and Kittle's like, uh-oh. We got a problem. We don't have anybody legally on the football. So he's going to go, hey, I got to step onto the ball. Look at Brock Purdy right now. He's in complete control of this situation. Go, no, 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 guys. Love it. An issue, Hurry right? up, In a legal formation. And right now we have two guys in motion. Give the play a chance to actually get started. This is great by him completely controlling the situation. Now Kittle's on the ball. Great, you're in a legal formation. And now pay attention because McLeod's going to come back going, oh, man, you know what? Maybe I got to get lined back up. And Brock Purdy's like, no, 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 no. Just get yourself in your formation. He's going to peek back over to the right where Kittle is. Now, okay, we're all in our perfect formation. Now we have a chance for our, our coach to take advantage of the moments. So often Kyle Shanahan likes to go curl, flat, and shallow cross. And they would read it one two to three, essentially. Well, Kyle's going to, again, take advantage of that situation. Instead of that curl, he's going to tell IU, you bubble go. Here he comes. Defensive back. Start of your feet. Curl and go. Touchdown. So Brock Purdy's ability to handle all those moving parts, but then also handle the line of scrimmage as a young player. Give that play a chance to get started. Get those moving pieces. And, and you're going to get me in trouble now, man. <laughs> It, this stuff's not going to get you, dude. Trust it all the time. No, no, that won't get you in trouble with you, too. Really, really? Okay. No. And you can doesn't. play that all the time. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Good to have you here, man. 
Does bang bang MF some fuck the sea chickens? I can't stand the asses. Yeah, none of us can. <laughs> that's but yeah, that that's what we were talking about. Probably, probably that that kind of leadership right there. I mean, without stirring up trouble, dude. There's not a quarterback in the room right now that can do that. Yeah, I agree, John. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I agree. It breaks my heart to say it because I'm obviously a Trey Lance supporter. I love yeah. the kid, but Brock Purdy is just and, – and, and a lot of this family comes with experience. the experience in a Power 5 conference. Just just playing it, playing all four years. All those and, reps, yeah. And, 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 and knowing how to prepare. He had a father that was a professional baseball player. That's where that beautiful slide came into play, if y'all didn't catch that. That, that was awesome. Was slick. That slide was slick. That was a perfectly executed professional slide. I loved it. Because uh, everybody else just falls forward like they slipped in cow shit. But, um, yep. yeah, man. I don't know. I want to see that. I got to see that video of, of Tom, you know, talking trash. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look it you up. Know, about signing the footballs and everything and being in he, he was almost somebody, and they asked him, so, Tom, what did you think about uh, uh, Greenlaw going up to you? And he's, and then he just – I can't repeat what he said, exactly what he said, but – because they're, you know, their language. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Tom was pissed. He goes, well, the cameras were around. What can I do? Yeah. You well, know, no, so. man. I mean, like, at the – yeah, because to be honest with you, his reaction that you're providing, Beto, sounds more plausible than what happened while he was on the field. Because the number one thing is he was pissed off that whole game. He cried every time something happened. Mm-hmm. He was complaining every dang play, every it. time he yeah. threw. So it, it makes sense. It does make a lot of sense that he would have, you know, said some negative things. But me yeah. personally, bro, I mean, who the you hell can would cry all you want. You got not, the teeth kicked I'm not in. signing a damn football. You stick your football and shove it in your ass. I'm not, I'm not signing that. Yep. You, just, you just exposed me, man. Just – I just I had a six and zero record with rookie quarterbacks, bro. Now I'm six and one. You know, mm-hmm. about to cash in on that three hundred and twenty five million dollar TV deal. <laughs> yeah, well, he was, well, he was well, talking. I shit. mean, How you doing, Mariah? What's up, Mariah? What's up, Mariah? What's I mean, up, he Mariah? ain't hurting for no bread. He he, all right. He was with us a lot of years, so he was never broke. He Wait, was is making there an his money. Date on that on that deal or what? <laughs> No, I guarantee you it won't be just because of who he is. Like Tony Romo, I I hated him as an NFL quarterback. I really did because I, do, I enjoy him as an analyst. Though. But I enjoy him as an analyst. He's he. Yeah. It, it it shows me that his football IQ was is yes. really high. But yes. he's just I don't know when he, when he actually on the field it just don't seem like it translates. He, <laughs> he could never get it done, man. Tony Romo, I used to call him. You know the 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 guy who threw the interception at the most inopportune moment. Yeah, and that's what happened. But man, it this just just to know that we had a division already is good enough for me, man, to be able to take a breather and hopefully this gives John a breather. You know, his stress level will be on fifty. Oh you know, the whole God, season. This is the easiest division we've ever took. Forty nine <laughs> dude says, um, if Purdy keeps this his face, easy you guys. Division. This was an easy one. Well, the last oh, two quarterbacks that snapped off their ankles. But you know what? This is the easiest division we've ever clinched. Yep. And what do what do you say, Bashar? 49er dude. All right, so 49er dude, what's up, bro? He's the guy that did my intro song. Says if Purdy keeps his pace, yeah, I mean, you guys see rookie of the year, half a season is a stretch. But I haven't really been keeping up with other teams. Who's no. a standout rookie? 
Oh, no, no, it's it's you'd have to play a full season from beginning. You'd to have end to play a full season to get rookie of the year. And the only other rookie yeah, of the year would have been uh, that kid from the Jets. What Brees Hall? He was yeah, Brees Hall before he got hurt. Before yeah. he went down. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy was yeah, running but you're not gonna all catch over the place. Which listen, was Purdy's uh, 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 teammate in Iowa State. Purdy, listen, Purdy oh, may was? not get rookie yeah. of the year. He may not get rookie of the year, but the man is on every network every day mm-hmm. from. 5 a.m., 6 a.m. till right now, midnight with um, SVP. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the kid, the kid is uh, who set it up here. He was like, you know, and the kids, and he's still hella young, Kenny said. Yes, he is, man. He's got so much time left, like, in his, just in general, in his life. And, He's got a lot of time on the field, man. I, I'm impressed with what I've seen from him so far. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. He makes me feel more comfortable than Jimmy Garoppolo does. Me like, too. he truthfully does. And I think it's because we've seen all the shit over the years. Um, As far as that's concerned, man, we've seen so many things from Jimmy over the years that we kind of – we live in anticipation of a possibility of a screw-up. And then with this kid – he just seems like he can't find a way to mess it up to a point where we lose, and I'm all right with that. Yeah, but you know what? Here's another thing, dude. Remember this. Remember this. Brian Greasy has done something with Jimmy and with this young boy here. Something yep. something is coming out of that quarterback coach. For once, something good is coming from a quarterback's coach. And if he can make Jimmy look that good, then – I'm I'm really excited to see how he prepares Trey Lance for a quarterback, yep. for a quarterback. Do not count Trey out. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm trying to tell the mess. Oh, there's no doubt. If, if 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 Greasy has done this with Jimmy and has a hand and has you mean with Purdy? In, uh, you mean with Purdy? No, no, no. No, with I mean, both. With Jimmy. With Jimmy. Oh, okay. I think because Jimmy Jimmy looked really good as of late. He his footwork looked just like Purdy's. They're 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 step they're they're hot. I don't know what that is that they're doing that that little. Oh, the penguin feet dance. Happy yeah, feet. The way Purdy passes his back foot more than Jimmy, though. When it be, right before he he makes his throw, he he plants that foot down straight down. Uh, Jimmy yeah. kind of was a little up. You can see his back up a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I agree with you, uh, John. I, Did you I ever see how Manning Purdy. threw the ball? It was one of the ugliest damn things I've ever seen. Peyton Manning's big ass wide base. He'd have his oh, legs damn near a. He'd have almost in a split. He just – his IQ was just unmatched. Peyton Manning's IQ was unmatched. Buck form, that, that was out the window. But He uh, was a coach on the I'll field. You, oh, he was an amazing man. Dude. We got some people that general. just showed up late to the party, but I got to say what's up to him. Uh, Wurowski, YouTube legend, um, says, pretty is him. I'd love to see this guy back on YouTube or on my show somehow. Great guy. Um, Corey Davis is here. Uh, what up, Corey? I see you, bro. I see you, see you, see you. We got Cowboys Angel. I don't know who he's talking about. He said overrated Romo, too much credit. I guess he's talking about Tony Romo or something. I don't know, but good to have he's a yeah. Niner fan. And what as up, Steve? I see you yeah, too. but I like him as an analyst. analyst. He's a very good announcer. I love, love Romo as an announcer. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what you got there for us, Brandon. <laughs> oh, that is wrong. Yeah, the whole thing about he didn't write back. That's uh, on his well, uh, on the joke, guys. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, they what interviewed him uh, and they talk about uh, his story. They wrote him off. He goes, everybody wrote you off. And he said, but I never wrote back. That's what he says, time to write back. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> shit, bro. That's hey, that's, hey, that's the perfect thing for this, man. 
Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I got to get some sleep, yeah. bro. Any final thoughts? I'm, we're going to wrap this up right now, guys. Yeah, bro, Actually, cool, I got cool, to cool, get going. Cool. Any yeah. final thoughts from anybody on here? Appreciate all you guys watching in the chat. Some of you guys who popped up late, you guys are all awesome. Again, if you're here, hit the like button. It's really, really important. Subscribe. Get those likes, likes up. Anybody have any final thoughts before we head in? Um, you know, just add back to Levi's to play the Commanders. Is um, I just want to say that Greenlaw has been playing out of his freaking mind. This guy should be a pro boy. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't get it, oh my will. god! Oh, he's hey, we got man. Baldwin and Willis, Warner, and and freaking Greenlaw, and, and Aziz ain't too shabby either. Nope. Hey, I'll say that for me, man. My final thoughts is we have the division. Rest, you know. Rest guys who are already sitting that are possibly trying to rush back. Take your time. We got the division at a bare minimum, um, you know, and the rest of this is all for seating. So if we get into a point where seating becomes a, a issue and we can do something, then that's where we kind of try to make moves. But yeah. other than that, rest those guys. Take pride in it, man. You've got extra time off to be able to heal up from any ailments. And uh, man, this this has been a war, a whirlwind season, but you gotta love it. Ten days off is gonna be yeah. really good. It's a good question from where we'll, if you guys want to answer it. Do we sit our starters or play for that second home? No, we we play everybody. The, yeah. the number one we reason fight, for me for every game. Yeah, yeah, the number one reason for me is is that you don't want to rest them and then have them rusty. Yeah. So guys, like it, it, the only time that we needed the, that break was 2019 mm-hmm. and that was because our bye week was what in like week four or something it was yeah. early as hell so we had we needed that bye week to go into the playoffs Ooh. and just rest and get yeah. some guys healthy but let me ask you guys this question real quick going into week 18 playing against the cardinals if we don't have the chance to wrap up the second seed we're just going to stay in thursday do you guys rest your play your starters and don't play them in that game, or do yeah. you beat the Do you yes, beat the to get that six right. to, get that, to sweep the whole division out? You want Very nobody. Rusty, you man. want nobody rusty going into uh, home field advantage. You do not want rusty players going into anyone's home. So play them. You want fight, fight every, just fight for every game, dude. I, mm-hmm. I'm saying play them, everyone. I, everyone needs the reps. You know mm-hmm. what? We were healthier on a short week. I agree. We got the brakes beat off of us in that last game Sunday, man. We 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 busted each other's ass. I mean, we we suffered losses. We took hits. People got banged up. And today, on a short week, they look tougher because of it. There's got to be something to be said about the way that we prepare. Either we need to prepare, or either we need to hit each other in the mouth of practice, and 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 come out on Sunday with some bruises. I, I don't know, man, but um. There's got to be something to be said. It was fucking brick cold out there, and 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 let's just face it. There was a lot of collisions, man. There was, yep. you know, like I, I don't know. I just feel like we were we were. How is that possible? How do we how do we win the division unscathed? You know, it, it's weird to me, bro. You know, like games that games that are really just outside of the division. You know, Tampa Bay. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, right? Yeah. Get banged up versus a non-division opponent. You, you play your division opponents and you think you're going to end up wrecking each other. I fully expected a, a punch-you-in-the-mouth football game, and it was. 
but we walked away on a short week. How does that make sense? I don't understand. What's up, Fazil? I yeah. see you, fam. What up, Fazil? I see Fazil here. Yeah. He says, let's go. I'm going to be at the playoff games of Levi's. Hey, great to have you. A little late because we are closing yeah. this out, man. Any hey, last so, words from anybody else before we so, go? Real quick, um, I am going to be doing a show on my on my channel tomorrow night. Uh, Dion, let me know if you're available tomorrow if or not. And then uh, Bashar and Beto, you too. JV, if you're welcome to come as well. Um, and I'll be working so. a little late, but uh, but just um, I'll, I'll be I'll be in the chat, and if I'm there, man, if I if I can, I'll jump on. Okay. And then uh, Beto and Bashar, you let you me know too. Chat. We'll talk. All right, for sure. All right, cool, man. Appreciate having everybody show up in the chat, whether you came from the beginning or you came late. It's, we, we understand it's late for you guys on the West Coast, especially on the East Coast, especially John V, all the way out in Ohio, repping hard, doing two shows back-to-back. This guy's a gladiator. Um, sickness and good, good to have you here. and I'm hungry, and I'm tired, and I don't know which one I'm going to do first. So yeah, gonna we'll do this again, guys. I'm going to eat, and then I'm going to nap. Again, thank you, you guys go. for watching 49er Minded, where we get into the minds of 49er fans. So keep reffing those 49ers and stay 49er-minded. We're NFC West champs, baby. We beat Seattle. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go do this. Peace. Come on, 49ers. Let's get it. Because it's 49er-minded. We got to do this one time for the Empire. It's 49er-minded. We gotta get that brick by brick done quick. Yeah, yeah, Yo, we can't listen to them haters, man. We from the bay. We them San Francisco 49 we got that red and gold blood inside. 49 of mine.